Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. Oh, I'm so sorry. I left the mic off. Well, I'm saying hello again. Good afternoon. I'm back again. Today's Thursday, 30th of September. And um, what you know, nine months of 2021 has actually fried in front of us. And um, well, beginning of tomorrow, hope things getting better. I mean, uh, we have actually very good uh, daily good news. The numbers of uh, cases dropping. And um, there's some more good news lined up for us, I believe. And uh, what do we have today? Now, something um, I was brought up uh, this show called, I mean, titled of today, Free Stones. Uh, I love this show. I don't know whether those young generations uh, have actually seen this series, uh, Free Stones. Um, it's about families uh, that live in Stone Age era. So, why I'm bringing up this subject because um, well, the first case that we have today, uh, it says about, um, it's on things related to medical. It says the medical equipment identified as beyond economic, economic repair or BR or more that more than 20 years old are still being used in the health ministry hospital. So, um, well, the lifespans of medical equipment apparently is very short. If anything more than 20 years, it's classified as beyond economic repair, right? We are. And 2019 Auditor General Report Series 2 revealed that 50,452 units, 50452, which represents 13.6% of the equipment the governments have, has been categorized as a which is beyond economic repair. And uh, it's still, but still, it's very high value. It's, um, it's value at 641.5 million, right? Despite the being uh, uh, so called uh, beyond economic repair. So, the real lifespan of medical equipment is important to determine the optimal period of use and preparations of medical equipment replacement plans. So, um, so manufacturers are also recommend to estimate the lifetime for each medical device. And average prescribed lifespan of medical equipment is between seven to ten years. So the, the it's a short year uh, span, you know, seven to ten years of any medical equipment that we governments invest. But uh, bear in mind, uh, it says here we have nineteen point six percent of the existing equipment or assets that the hospital have, government hospital hospital have, is under this beyond economic repair. So it's quite a Big sum, about close to twenty percent uh, percent need to be replaced. So the medical equipment uh, with this status is used because the health ministry has not made recruitments to replace them. Uh, I don't know whether why the recruitment departments has not replaced them. Is it because we do not have enough uh, money? The government have not enough budget to replace them. So as of twenty four thousand medical equipments. Were still only uh, they only use it that are able to use, and uh, if there's lack of maintenance and all those things, the hospital would 
we'll put it aside. If there's lack of maintenance, probably the uh, manufacturer has no more parts and all these things. So uh, it's quite a serious case. So the, um, the ministry will continue to use medical equipment of this status that are operating or partially functionable only if the equipment is properly and well maintained. Otherwise, I, I, they, know, they should know it, it's quite it's really high risk to the patients if these machines are not maintained well or partially operating. So any equipment of that over 20 years, if it's proved to be uh, improper and well maintained, only government will use it. So as of this year, September 22nd, the government spent almost 600 million ringgit on additional medical equipment to fight against COVID-19 pandemic. Over the past just period of 17 months, from last year to now, the government also spent 600 million ringgit worth of additional medical equipment for this uh, pandemic. So it's, it's, it's not cheap as well. So our uh, Ministry of um, uh, Health, Waibikari, say the cost of additional medical equipment required in 2020 and 21 was estimate, estimated to be around 593 million. So, uh, and this did not include equipment donated by international and local organizations. Well, we have a big pool, I mean, uh, a good local organizations um, and even international uh, counterparts actually donates about value of 148 million worth of uh, medical equipment to Malaysia. Uh, a, a big crap for, for, for them. and But of course, um, it, it's good that those companies making uh, good money do contribute as part of the CSR. You know, uh, government at times is like this, um, probably the budget is not enough. Uh, and yet the demands is great. And uh, not a lot of people, I would say, not a lot of people can afford private hospital. Right. So um, this is something that yeah, is our nation concerns. And hope that this um, will soon be replaced. You know, the funding comes in and all these things. So, uh, good luck to the uh, Ministry of Health. Thank you for highlighting this to us. I think it's good that we, as the, as the riot, also should know what is the status and all these things of all the ministries and uh, what's going on in the government. And, um, of course, if it, it's, it's good um, reasons why rationale it, I think we, as, um, we will take it. You know, rather than jump into conclusions that accuse why it's not replaced. All right. So it's, it's good to, to be transparent. You know, it's always good to be transparent. All right. Uh, from dinosaur Flintstones, we move on to something um, about foreign workers. Do you know that since September 19th, which is this month, the government will be uh, ascending to freeze on foreign workers, including domestic workers, until the end of the year. Right? So they have frozen to take in foreign workers, including domestic workers, till year end, 2021. So the MTUC, which stands for Malaysian Trade Unions Congress, uh, says in view of the government should prioritize local workers and the policy of not allowing the entry of workers should not be continued. Why? Because a lot of jobs that offered by agriculture and plantation industries, uh, as well as cleaning sectors, are, do not attract local workers. So what MTU say that is a shortage of workers because 
uh, even though the high we have high employment, but the local people Malaysians do not like to accept or take uh, to work in this few industry, the agriculture, the plantations, and even the cleaning sector. All right. So um, recently, September 28, the Malaysian Rubber Growth Manufacturing Associations appeal to the government to allow foreign workers to enter the country to meet growing demands uh, this and the continue next year. And they're saying that there's a critical shortage of 25,000 workers since 2019. It happens, they said shortage not only during the last year pandemic, the beginning of pandemic, even be, uh, before that 2019. Yes, one thing, um, I hope the those people, those companies uh, that have foreign workers with them, please take care of the welfare of their their lifestyles. You know, make sure that they have a a good place to stay on, a properly take care. Because a lot of cases that we heard during the um for for since last year, a lot of uh, those positive cases, uh, COVID nineteen was spread among in this industry. You know. Uh, industries like in the factories, they are not properly taking care. Uh, Everyone is crammed into a small little dormitories. You know, they cook beside the corridor and all the things. It should not happen. I hope the government also please make it a policy that okay, you um, those who have uh, to hire foreign workers uh, have to take care of them as well. And to continue, the Malaysian Employer Federation has urged the government to allow sectors depending on foreign neighbors to continuing hiring workers from overseas to drive the economic country's economic recovery, which is also quite true. Um, which comes first? Sometimes, of course, we have high employment right now, but our locals does not like to work in this industry. We still need to have foreign workers uh, to, to stimulate the economies because they have uh, to have to produce to, to so-called the orders, to meet the orders, you know, for overseas and making orders here and all this thing but we do not able they're not able to to produce the right amount so this must have a well balanced uh if the, uh, my personal view if those sectors seriously the locals are not interested the government do not give a blanket uh so-called uh, discontinue getting foreigners you have to see case by case means industry by industry you know so twenty five thousand. Shortage is a big amount, you know. So uh, MEF, um, Malaysia Employers Federation President, uh, Dr. Syed Hussein, advised the government not to mix local employment issues with settled, uh, issues, especially that involve 3D. What's 3D? What's the first time I you know, learned about it? You know, 3D stands for 30 dangerous and difficult job. So you think, um, yeah, that's why I said earlier, do not mix it up. Those sectors that locals refuse to take the challenge should open up for foreign foreign workers, right? Uh, because this is they say classified as 3D, 30, dangerous and difficult. All right. Um, they say the Malaysian economics recovery efforts would be sorely jeopardized if employers are not provided with the necessary workers to perform the work. All right, especially in sectors that still dependent on foreign workers, which is very true, but I just hope. This um, um, the presidents also please make sure your members also take care of foreign workers, their, their lifestyle, make sure 
they're, they're clean, they're hygienic, and they, they deserve also a proper lifestyle. You know, not, don't work them like 18 hours a day. You know, they are not so-called uh, labor slave or slavery, you know, maximize them, just give them a proper um, uh, so-called uh, uh, after work, some relaxations and all these things, you know. So uh, they have, you have to also take care of the mental stress of these foreign workers because they're away far from home. They're in a new area. Uh, they probably have communication issues. So take care of them. You know? Make everyone happy. So when everyone happy, the country economy also will grow better. And there's no other country will say uh, blacklist us recently that, or because that sector or this company is treating their workers like slaves. You know, so uh, we should not have this. Um, mentality at all. So the MEF hopes to work closely with the government on the workable and holistic system for recruitments of foreign workers. Or even the Associated Chinese uh, Associations of Chinese Chamber of Commerce and Industry of Malaysia say government setting up isolation center for every foreign workers right move to ease shortage of workers. All right. So I hope this issue will not prolong because now to year end um you freeze there's about two three months to go. That's that's a lot of damages, I'm sure, um, in terms of uh, revenue uh, to stimulate the economic sector. And let's say you leave out first of January, they have to start recruiting. When you're recruiting, it will take another probably one two months to process. So uh, it would I would think it will affect at least another six more months, half a year journey, which can actually half a year we can do a lot in terms of uh, stimulating back the economy, right? So I hope things are fast at, at now, right? Yeah. Okay, that's so much about it. Well, good news uh, to bring, uh, which I, this was reported yesterday, last evening. Our Prime Minister has actually have a, uh, put in the press conference that Klang Valley, Malacca to move to phase three of NRP, effective Friday, which is tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's Friday, yes, October 1st. So he said, in um, he made a press statement. He said, on the Prime Minister added that Kerda only will move into phase two as well. So with this, no stakes in Malaysia remains under phase one of the NRP. All right, NRP stands for National Recovery Plan. So uh, as of tomorrow, at least uh, there's no phase one. And Klang Wadi Malacca is moving into phase three. Now, phase three, what does it mean? Uh, just to tell you a bit more. They say um, audiences, audience uh, who are now allowed to return for sports and recreation matches in states under phase two, three, and four. Among the set rules includes only allowing fully vaccinated people, still have to be fully vaccinated. And um, for those under 18 are not allowed to go for live sporting events. So. Uh, the SOP still maintain ensuring face masks were used throughout the sporting event and the consumption of food and beverages not allowed in stadiums. Yes, not only that, I also please also, dear Prime Minister, do not allow people to smoke in public. They take so-called smoking as an excuse not to waste masks. I mean, I seen a lot until this morning. People had just have a the cigarette stick in their mouth. It's not littered and they're not they walk around 
uh, without the mask. So do not allow them, please. So uh, vocationally, uh, vocational colleges in all phases will be allowed to open on October 15th, complying with the SOPs as with other higher education institutes. Right. So this is a good news. Uh, tomorrow, more opening. Last evening, I, I took a uh, grab uh, to go to, uh, to, uh, to for appointment. Um, they say, oh, yes, um, the city jam is back. Traffic is back. Yeah, which is true. That time was about 5.30. The jam was quite bad. Uh, but I say this is a welcome situation. It's back to normal. And I'm sure uh, you... As a grab driver, your income has also increased. It's a yes, yes, it's good. Actually, it's a good sign. Uh, the traffic is here because five plus everyone's back to office uh, from or back to home, and uh, probably they do not mingle those days, they're not happy hours. So, after work, straight to home. And the grab drivers uh, were, were quite happy and said, Yeah, income has actually has increased compared to the last few months, you know, where they were say barely survived. So, um, Slowly but surely, we are back to normal, but we have to take uh, SOPs in, in hand seriously and do not abuse the systems because you know why? Um, never know if things is out of control again. We don't want to have knockdown for never, never we want because we have suffered enough directly, indirectly for last since last March to today, you know, 18 months, 19 months, all these things, and um. Economics is, is bad. Uh, we lost uh, people lost a lot of job. The P forty now has increased. The members has increased. Uh, the M forty partial of it has moved to B forty now. B forty become probably B fifty or, or more. You know, I think uh, we have to be positive. We have to be yes, work harder. Um, do not take things. I mean, um, our control. We have to control the situations. Advise your friends or family members if they are a bit out. You know. Uh, because you know why? Because we want everyone to cooperate. We want everyone to work together for a single, uh, single objective to make sure that we have recover in terms of economy and our lifestyles. Right. So we have to work harder for that. So that's so much about today. Thursday is I'm alone until Monday. Do you know where Mel is? Mel is having a good holidays. Starting today to the weekends with his family, taking his wife and his child. For, I don't tell you, but it's a good resort, having a good time there. And so I think he will post in his uh, social uh, media what he's doing and all these things. Unlike those days when he was in quarantine, that he was he went mm, cuckoo after a few after seven days. So, right, everyone's. I uh, have to excuse myself right now and have a good day and take care. And I'll see you tomorrow, same time, Friday, 1st of October, 2021. See you then. Goodbye. Not to forget to our listeners out there, if you have not downloaded ActNow Community mobile app on your mobile phone, quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities. It's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports. Let's improve our beloved neighbourhood together. That's it guys for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12pm or listen to our podcast 
on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.